0: Yeah. Apple beat mm-hmm. my eyes. Fuck that my music. Mine comes with my phone. My um, phone bill. It's really gonna hit me when I have
1: to roll you you it. So anyway, this is uh the introduction for the first episode of To Everyone. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening. And you've already heard some people talking who are going to eventually be on the podcast. You've heard Jory uh Jory, can you say hello?
0: Hi. Did you Jory
1: really- is going to be um the first person on as a guest slash, you know, co-host. And you've also heard uh RJ, you want to say something. Hey
0: uh. JJ.
1: What's up? Nick.
0: Yeah. Steven. What up? What up? And Hannah. Hey,
1: uh, okay. Yep. So these are all, you know, uh future co-hosts and Co, I don't know guests because they're. I don't even. I, I feel like host even is a bad word, but whatever. Anyway, thanks for tuning in, and this is going to be the first episode of to everyone.
0: Welcome to my episode.
1: So back when I originally was going through my bad times, this was back. um we're going to call it like middle of November is when it started of 2021. I went through the breakup and I went through sort of what could be called a mini ego death, which to psychologists or I I, I, I fell way headfirst into Buddhism, really. And I took it all face value um, to the point where I didn't even think I existed as a person. I uh, forgot my passions, what I was into, why I was living And I was seriously just surviving back in November and December of last year. And then I move into the apartment this year and we're talking about how these, the breakup was always a a worst case scenario. Something that I thought if this happens, you know, I might never date anybody again. I might die. I might literally move to um, India. I was considering dropping, literally selling all of my stuff and moving to India to just live in the mountains, to live it out. And I ended up applying for my apartment in December and getting accepted to it and moving in in January. And then the week after that, the worst case scenario happens once again, where I log in and I start working from home and like three minutes into you know working here, I, I get fired immediately. That's when they dropped it on me, that I was no longer going to be with the company. I needed to turn in all my equipment that day. This was right after I took my first vacation with that company, by the way. I took a week off so I could get everything moved in here. I also had COVID. So I had COVID. I was moving in. I got everything moved in and all my shit set up in the guest room. And then literally three minutes after I clocked in my first day back, that is when he called me and he was like, your time with the company is up. So... I immediately went out to my porch and I, I vaped quite a lot. We'll say that I vaped quite a lot. And, uh, cause I was like, you know, well, this is the second time in three months that the worst thing that could have happened in my mind happened to me. And I, something really curious is I found myself immediately turning it the other way. Because when Kira broke up with me, I genuinely was, like I said earlier, manifesting. Like, I felt like I was manifesting my death. I genuinely thought I was going to die within the next couple of months. Like, I am dying currently, blah, blah, blah. And it didn't happen. My body just kept me going. Because realistically, when there's nothing else to do, that's what you do, is you just keep going. Um, So I took my second outside. I vaped for probably consistently two hours straight just thinking about what I was going to be doing. And the day after that, I got the job. And it was, I felt like it was the universe just telling me these awful worst case scenario expectations that I'm going to put in my head. Even if they happen, it's not going to be the end. And I thought like, oh my God, I literally just moved into here and lost the job that was paying me enough to keep this place going. But it's still the continuous just going with the flow of the universe. Those things that I can't control that are outside of me, like that breakup and the, you know, getting fired. Like both of these things happened to me. Like, uh, it it was the suddenness of a light being turned on. I thought it was the end and then it wasn't. So these worst case scenarios that we're talking about, they're stuff like how you, um, you know, you ding your car and you're expecting things to be to be way worse from your grandpa's perspective. Uh, maybe he's going to take it completely, not let it, you have it. You lost the keys again. Maybe he's not going to buy you a new one or let you get a new one, you know, but he still did. And he was pissed about it. But I mean, realistically, if you were in his shoes, you'd probably be pissed about it, too. Yeah. Granted, that does not change the things that he did in the past those things are still, uh, they're unexcusable. You can't just, that's not, that's treating a human like putting Lulu's face into her pee or something to make her not do it on the inside. But the thing is, like I told you earlier, or, you know, a couple days ago, doing that too late, the dog doesn't know what they did wrong. Realistically, or they and they might get it to a point, but it's still that kind of like, ah, you know, I did this a while ago and I really had to. And, you know, like I'll feel bad for Marky. I'm gonna yell at him if he pees inside or poops inside. But I'm gonna more feel bad for him because I know that this dog is wherever he is. He um will hold it to the point of almost hurting himself, basically. So I know that if he does. Uh, need to go. And it's like the inside, it's beyond his control. And that's the certain things you're going to find in different situations throughout life. And that's going to be, you know, miscommunications with any people are simply just going to be beyond your control at certain points. But, you know, it can still be said that, like, he still needs to be held accountable. Of course, this is never a cop out for anyone as a as an excuse for, you know, oh, you know, you just did what you could do. Which, like, in their shoes, with all of their extra motivations and forces, the things that raise them going up, uh, you know, it affects them. It makes them affect other people differently. And I can only assume that your grandfather had to have been beaten, being grown Yeah, and I completely get that. I just don't think he gets that for me. You're right. And it's a, with these, how old is he? 70s? 60s, 70s. Yeah, I mean, you don't even need a specific year is the thing, just because, like, realistically, looking back to the time that, you know, like my grandpa was a kid growing up, I don't think he was ever beat as a kid. But such different it's a completely different world than it ever had been and i mean i feel like realistically if you were to get to sit down with him and talk to him in person this the whole point of you know what this podcast is trying to be is taking these barriers i can't talk to him about this because how would he react and you're putting them to the side because realistically those barriers have only ever been mental and you made them consciously and unconsciously but that's not your fault it's not his because he put up a barrier between himself and you as well to where he can't sit down and talk to you apparently like he would someone he had you know i don't know someone he's got a lot of respect for because it seems like he's lacking in respect for you but from his perspective he's like oh she's so young and she's so uh god what um inexperienced in life you're 19 you know it's you're not inexperienced you have been through way more than anyone should have gone through at 19 and that's generally going to be the case for a lot of people nowadays as well it is simply he sees i from my perspective at least it's like he is seeing that number as just the definition for your experience and oh since she's 19 i should talk to her as a kid Because, I mean, you're not a kid anymore. You haven't been a kid since well before you turned 18. Because you've been through things. It's only ever that lack of perspective that is going to make people not able to talk to each other. Now, getting back to the topic of things like um, not under our control. Mood can so easily emotions can so easily be affected by things that are out of your control that you're simply not thinking about at the time like i'll be at work in the worst mood and i'm like why am i in such an awful mood right now and i haven't eaten and then i get something to eat and i'll walk around a minute and my body starts you know giving me nutrients and i'm like wow i feel fantastic and the thing is a lot of people like it it might not even be food they could be stressed from something else and projecting stress onto other people when it comes to um, being rude, like that receptionist that you had to talk to, being rude. It is really easy to take it personally when people are rude to you. But the thing is, I it could just as easily be said that maybe that receptionist was having a bad day. Maybe she, um, you know... I don't know, maybe she hit a turtle that morning and she just hasn't gotten over it yet. It could be so many things, but it boils down to things that are beyond your control because that, that interaction in itself upset you and made your day a little bit worse. And it's simply something that you didn't do anything wrong. You didn't cause her to be rude. She was just rude. And it could be she's a rude person generally and it could be that she hadn't eaten or god knows how many other things could be going on in this person's life right now to to make them think that you know the whole world is basically that bad at that point for them to go out and project the that rudeness onto other people and we come across it a lot of the times at mullet hop um just with You know, sometimes different jumpers, sometimes different employees, sometimes different parents, just having bad days and projecting that onto the people around them. And that makes other people's days worse. And, um, I mean, it's something that like, if I'm having a bad day and I don't know what's going on, but I'm not thinking about why I'm having a bad day. I'm just generally sitting there in that experience and witnessing this bad day. And I'm like, life sucks. I'm going to make it so much worse for myself because I'm not trying to figure out why things are seeming the way they are. I owe it to myself and other people owe it to themselves to figure out like, how come I'm in a bad mood right now? And how can I move past this? Because otherwise, this is going to not only affect the rest of my day, it's going to affect those of my family, my friends, pets, even, you know, like you're having a bad day and what the dog shits on the floor and it makes it that much worse and it's not the pet's fault but you know it just doesn't help right and sometimes for me it's i'm more comfortable to sit in that bad mood or to sit in my sadness you know it makes it's it's very easy to just sit there and feel like this is just how things are right now not only for me but for the world around me because when you're when i'm sitting there and i'm upset uh like i i heard a bit yesterday about a person who was speaking ill behind my back an old friend of mine speaking ill and uh it put me in a bad mood it really did and then i felt myself actually projecting that into the rest of my day where i was like you know spending more time um just in my thoughts not Working on uh, thinking about things that are productive, basically, you know, because productive thought leads production productive action, as far as i could, I've been told. So I had to take that second and step out and think and be like, "Well, this person lives fairly far from me. This was what was going through their mind. And it was some pretty negative stuff on my behalf just because I was sitting there. When they were here, I was anxious and it was palpable. But had I stepped out of that situation, been like, why am I anxious at this point? I could have not only changed the outcome of how they're feeling in the situation, but, you know, also it would just have helped me in the future with my anxious stuff. That itself was just being a tangent, though, because I, you know, I figured that, yeah, this doesn't really affect me right now. I don't have to worry about this person. I'm not talking to them a lot. So it's not a big deal. And um, that's how I moved on from it and just kind of went about the rest of my day making it less personal. Because I guess, had I been in their shoes, I would have said the same thing about myself, I presume. You know, it's just always going to be different perspectives. Sometimes we're meant to hear the different perspective and sometimes we're not. And... Well, that was a time that I heard it, but you know. Have you heard or had any situations like that that you can think of where you maybe something happens and you make the rest of your day bad because of it? And I say you make the rest of your day bad, and that I don't want that to come across as me being a dick because it's not you consciously doing
0: it. No, yeah, I mean, um. I don't mean, know, sometimes people say things that make me more consciously aware
1: of my own existence, you know what I mean? And yeah. And
0: it really makes me uncomfortable.
1: It, it ups my anxiety. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I will spend the rest of the day, maybe even the rest of the week, thinking about it.
1: I'll sit there brewing over things that I said. Um the way that i said things that i said how it might have affected those people when in reality in the moment i just spoke a sentence and that was the end of that situation it ended right there and they took it how they wanted to and realistically if they took it bad then we can come back to that later and if they are open and tell me this then it can turn into something where i can truthfully be like oh i'm so sorry that it came across like that the, the thing, comment. yeah, that comment.
0: And you later said.
1: And I had to bring it up because. Yeah, you
0: brought it up later. Well, I had never took, taken offense to it. But then I had started to think about it more and more. Yeah. After you had said something about it. Yeah. And I hadn't been thinking about it prior to that, you know, like I had mentioned it and we would stopped talking about it. And after you had said something,
1: I was like, man. God, and a lot of the times, even the explanation of it's not meant in this way can change it to your mind taking it in that way. Mm-hmm. And like I I said that because like that's been said around me before, and it's always been something where it's like, if I say, oh, you're gonna make good money doing that, that could come across as me flirting, even if I don't mean it like that. Yeah, you know, stuff like that, whereas, Me letting myself get anxious about it and then being like, oh, I don't know what you want me to say about that. That was the worst thing I could have said, because God knows how that's supposed to be taken. There's literally any that it could be taken anyway. So had I just been like, well, good luck in your business venture or, you know, I hey, you'll make good money. Anything is better than me just sitting there and brewing over something to say. And that's a lot of the times what I do is I'll just sit there and be like, what do I say in this situation right now? When in reality, if I just let myself say something, it's probably going to be fine regardless, you know? Hmm. Now you say that generally you'll let yourself sit there and you're like, sadness or something when things like this happen anxiety whatever it be and are you consciously letting yourself sit there or do you just see yourself sitting there and you don't see the way to get out of it
0: i'll just let myself sit in it yeah like i'll let myself get more and more sad i'll purposely get more
1: sad. that's fair and it happens with the increasing thoughts because at a certain point like thoughts thinking about thoughts thinking about thoughts are just it's the recursive cycle of whatever the situation may be the more you think about it the worse it's going to get realistically unless you know there is an opposite or an alternating perspective that you can switch to for a second to be like what if it's not how i'm taking it what if it is in a completely different way (sighs) I might want this, but I'm not taking any steps towards getting it when realistically, it'd be very easy for me to do so. It's a that mental barrier that's keeping you from that. So like for an example, for me, it was the podcast. I was just sitting around and I was like, God, I need to do something because I just had this inner feeling of like, you've got to, do something to just let these, um, these thoughts out, maybe you can help other people. So the podcast, and I was just like, I could have been doing this the whole time. And it was me, me choosing not to, but it was, it it was the anxiety of like, Oh, what am I going to talk about? You know, or I've still got to do all the setup. And I've still got to do all this when in reality, it was literally as simple as me bringing the computer in here and plugging it in and getting you here to talk to you about it it's simply and a lot of the times in situations like that you'll see the first step that you would have to do to make things a reality that you would want and it is the it's just the letting go of that anxiety as to um things might not go the way you want and just doing it i was thinking about it earlier like nike's logo has been just do it for years and it's talking about the same thing And it's the same as like, have you ever heard the phrase like, um, the only thing you need to change your life is like five seconds of just unrequited courage, just letting yourself do something and seeing what the reaction is basically. And it's something like when it comes to, should I apply for this job? I might not get it. Or should I walk up to this really pretty person and talk to them, ask them out? They might say no but you're never going to know until you take that step and do it whether it be the job the person or you know me setting up my podcast it was simply a matter of sitting down at a point and doing it because i just have to do it it's the time for thinking about it came to an end realistically and that's going to be a lot of kind of how i refer to mental barriers and stuff like that because it is just there was no wall separating me from the website that we're recording on now. It was just me being like, I don't know if I want to do it yet. You know, and a lot of times situations or I would say, hmm, I guess a lack of happiness in your current situation or a lack of I'm not on my way to where I want to be is taking that first step. And it's that anxiety of what if I fail when in reality don't fear failure fear never starting because then that's you know you hear about the people who look back on their lives and have the regrets of the things they never did it's having that point where you put your foot down and it's like time to start now you know any mental barriers for you like mine was the podcast I don't know I mean I want to
0: do a there are a lot of parts
1: of me stopping me from doing those things you know what i mean that's fair like i feel like i can change the world you can i can't get out of it for the longest time like i would i I don't know what even caused it but it was this it's like equated to a switch where like for so many years i would just if i didn't have to work i could just let myself sleep till god knows what time and even now on my off days i'm waking up 45 minutes to an hour before my alarm and not going back to sleep not because i don't want to because you know i feel myself wake up and there is that oh i could just stay in bed but then there's also the time to get up you know if i stay in bed right now God knows when I'm going to get up because I always feel the worst on the days when I don't do anything, when I, and it could even be like a hangover or something like that, where I wake up late and I just feel like the whole day is wasted and getting up at that earlier point and just like making my bed or taking a shower, taking Margie for a walk are small steps towards bigger mental improvements because they, they become routines. And there's a, there's a very good science channel on YouTube called Kurzgesagt, which is German for in a nutshell. And they talk about a lot of like space stuff and like, um, you know, how we can, how we need to fix the environment with climate change, real problems, things like that. But they just came out with a new video the other day called like how you can go about changing yourself. You know, you see the change that you want yourself and how to go about doing it. And it's They talk about that, the mental block of just not wanting to start, but, um, it's also once you do start, if you keep yourself doing it, it'll get to the point where it just simply becomes another thing that you're not thinking about doing. Hmm. So do you have any projects that you want to start on that you haven't let yourself? I know you do art. Any, any bigger things that you've thought of?
0: I want to do something important. Like, I want to give Narcan out to people that can't stop doing drugs or start helping pets or animals that live out on the streets, you
1: know? Anything, yeah. And it's just about finding that right spot as to where you can fit in to help. Because that's what I wanted to do. Whenever I had the idea for the podcast and originally it wasn't even an idea for a podcast. If you look on my Facebook or, you know, my, uh, I probably put it on my Insta and my Snapchat at some point, but Facebook, it's got the post where like, I don't want this to just be a podcast. I want this to end up being a conglomerate over all social media that is not a company. It's just people talking and letting their differences come to light so they can work them out. Because even that, the barrier between Democrat and Republican, it's simply, if you were to sit down and not take things personally and just talk through the issues, a lot of times you could find that there's so much more that can be done that no one's even thought about just because politics is so it has to be either this way or this way, you know? Yeah. Oh. well, um... I think that's about pretty good for our first episode. Thanks for everybody who's doing any listening. Thank you, Jory, for joining me on this. Thank you for having me. Of course. I look forward to having you back at some point because this is gonna end up being multiple hosts or multiple, you know, guests, whenever. Um, but I'm I'm enjoying it and I'm I'm ready to do more. Thanks for listening, guys.